Welcome, friends. I'm your host, Adrian, and yes, you found us. Stamp Stories, a podcast about Canadian stamps and the stories behind them. Yeah. So if you love stamp collecting, Canadian history, or both, this is the show for you. This is episode number 31, and we have a fun holiday episode for you. Today, we will share the story of the first Canadian stamps to depict Santa Claus, along with many other firsts. So more in just a moment. Hello friends, thanks for joining us. Today I'm so excited to share the story of the 1970 Christmas stamp offering, but before we delve into those stamps, I would like to lay out the scene. I also want to mention as well, so don't forget to check out our podcast notes to follow along for images relevant to this episode. Now first off, I want to start with the first Christmas stamp, as you may or may not know, which was introduced in Canada actually and it was the first Christmas stamp in the world it was the 1898 Christmas stamp and we actually have a whole episode dedicated to it all the way back in episode 8 so whatever podcast app that you're listening in just go back to episode 8 you could hear the whole story about that Um, however it should be noted that although Canada had produced a stamp bearing the words Christmas 1898 in 1898 Canada would have to wait until 1964 for the Christmas Family Stamp series, and this issue was the first Canadian postage stamp intended especially for use on Christmas mail. And here's a little bit more info about those stamps from the press release at the time. Quote, The stamps, which will be printed by steel engraving intaglio process, will show a family group of a man, woman, and two children in a silhouette walking off towards a Christmas star in a typical Canadian winter scene. The design is intended to express the feeling of Christmas as a religious and family occasion, and at the same time to portray the scene in a Canadian environment. It is also meant to tie in with the study of the family's place in contemporary Canadian life, which was held last summer under the sponsorship of Governor General and Madame Vanier. The three cent denomination is the stamp used for unsealed Christmas greeting cards and the five cent value is the usual rate for first class or sealed letters. Now here's the interesting story around that is the groundwork that we need to lay before we even got to this 1970 issue. So we have that issue in 1964, but it was the postmaster general who had struggled on how to approach Christmas stamps for many, many years. And as I was doing the research on this episode, I came across a fascinating document in the Canadian National Archives from the Privy Council talking about this exact topic. And this is around 1956. I wanna actually read directly from it. So I'm just gonna start here. I'm just gonna quote and start, which is, quote, post office issue of non-denominational religious post stamp for Christmas. And there's various numbers in here. So uh, starting with number five, it says, number five, quote, the postmaster general said that for several years, his department has attempted to select only those subjects for illustration on postage stamps, which had widespread importance and interest to avoid controversy, subjects of a religious nature and had never been used. Recently, however, representations had been made that a special postage stamp illustrating a significant feature of nativity scene should be issued for sale at Christmas time. Several other nations had issued religious stamps at Christmas. He felt the celebration of the birth of Christ was part of a faith common to all Christian groups and an opportune occasion to reaffirm the nation's faith. If such a stamp were authorized, the designer would be asked to place the main emphasis on Christ's child. An explanatory memorandum has been circulating, and that's uh, June 19th, 1956, and we're talking about Hugh Lapointe, who was the Postmaster General at the time. So then right after that, number six, it says, Mr. Lapointe 
added that representations for a stamp of this general nature had come from all Christian denominations, and he was sure it would not be a source of controversy. Then point number seven in the document says the following. During the discussion, the following points emerged. A, it was felt by many that in fact there would be controversy if the stamp were issued. There would also be bound to be discussion over the subject chosen and the manner in which it was reproduced. And B, the quality of the stamp generally had seriously deteriorated ever since artists and designers from outside the regular engraving companies had been to design stamps. Engravers were better able to do this because they knew what could and could not be clearly reproduced. Anything which could be done to improve the existing situation would be desirable. It was said, on the other hand, that the main problem at this moment arose from a shortage of qualified artistic gravers. And then point number eight is the cabinet noted the report of the postmaster general on the question of a special religious postage stamp for sale at Christmas time and agreed that no such stamp be issued. So pretty much that kind of ended the conversation in 1956. I'm sure there was some back and forth, although I don't have any documentation between that time. But as we can see, it was decided to hold off due to concerns over possible controversy and lack of qualified engravers to do a proper job. But it seems by 1964, when that first release happened, that the quality issue must have subsided because, as we noted, these were new stamps that were issued around Christmas and they were printed by steel engraving, intaglio process. And uh, this was also followed up by a release in 1965 with another distinctive Christmas design, and this design was a symbolic and formal representation of the traditional gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. In 1966, the third year stamps were released with praying hands. This is a Christmas edition that came out and is a reproduction of a drawing by Abedek Durer. And in 1969, so they had been doing Christmas stamps all this time from 1964 to 1969. But in 1969, the new innovation was the post office released faces of children for Christmas. And they proudly announced that these were, quote, first Canadian Christmas stamps produced in full color, end quote. So shortly after this release in 1969, Canada Post actually created a contest at which they started in mid-November 1969, and the idea was for children to draw what Christmas means to me. The contest was open to all school children in Canada under 13, and brochures were sent home to children, and there were some fantastic prizes besides having their drawing on the stamps. They would win an all-expense-paid trip to Ottawa. The contest would run from December 1st, 1969 until February 1st, 1970. As Canada Post would note in a press release at the time, quote, the designation of 1970 as the International Education Year placed an added significance on the use of children's designs on Canada's Christmas stamps, end quote. Also because of this connection to the Department of Education, they were able to help with Canada Post in this contest, and they were able to lighten the administrative burden of such a contest. They also had the assistance of art gallery directors and other educators to aid in the preliminary selection of designs. And thank goodness for that help, actually, because they had over 50 thousand submissions come in and with the help of these art galleries and educators they were able to get down to about 40 to 50 paintings per uh, location and then they referred those to Ottawa so all told about 500 submissions arrived to the post office headquarters in Ottawa and the children that were selected the 500 that were selected were notified by mail in May 1970 by Eric Kieran's the postmaster general from 1968 to 1971 and here's a quote from one of those letters that one of the contest 
uh, winners, at least the, the of the 500 got, which says, quote, your picture will be included in the post office Christmas art exhibition that will tour the provinces in the fall so that many people throughout Canada will have the opportunity to see and admire it, end quote. And then the letter ended with best of luck in the final selection process. And I, I should take a moment here to thank Robin Harris, who's compiled an amazing issue of Corgi Times. I'll put the link in the notes. And I want to also thank Donna Nisklo, one of the winners who preserved this correspondence so we could see the timelines of the contest. Now, over the month of May, the Canada Post Design Advisory Committee would make the final selections, and the, the result would be the selection of 12 brush and crayon creations that would become the stamps, and Alan Rob Fleming would be the lead graphic designer for this issue. While work on making the drawing of the stamps a reality, the children were informed of their wins. Donna's drawing of a sleigh ride was selected, and she was advised of her win in June 1970 by Eric Kieran's. She and her mother were invited to a special week in Ottawa during the week of August 23rd to 30th. The postmaster goes on to write, quote, I am sure you will enjoy meeting the other 11 children from across Canada and touring Parliament and other famous historical sites in the national capital. We also arranged a special tour of the stamp printing company for you. There you will be able to watch the whole process that is being used to produce millions of Christmas stamps from your drawing. And so in August of 1970, the Christmas Canada kids, as they became known, came to Ottawa and were given a wonderful tour of the city of Ottawa, met the Governor General Roland Mishner, found themselves in Upper Canada Village, took in a Montreal Expos baseball game, I think there was even a banquet, and they also got to see how their stamps were being printed. And these stamps were slated to be released in October 1970, October 7th, 1970 to be exact. Now for you history buffs or anyone interested in Canadian history, I would be remiss to not note that October 1970, when these stamps were to be released, sadly coincided with one of the darkest times in Canadian history. On October 5th, 1970, the Front de Libération de Québec kidnapped British Trade Commissioner James Cross in Montreal, and within the next two weeks, the FLQ members would also kidnap and kill Quebec Minister of Immigration and Minister of Labour Pierre Laporte. Quebec Premier Robert Barassa and Montreal Mayor Jean Drapeau had called for federal help to deal with this crisis, and in response, Prime Minister Pierre Elliott Trudeau, who is the father of the current Prime Minister, deployed the armed forces and evoked the War Measures Act, the only time it has ever been applied during peacetime in Canadian history. Now, I debated if I should include this information in this episode, but I felt it improper not to note the turmoil happening in October 1970 as these stamps were being released. And I'm certain also that the fanfare of the release was certainly muted by this crisis. However, I can't say over the years, the 1970 Christmas issue has become very popular. And I think one of the reasons is that there are almost 1,700 different varieties of these stamps found out there. And I'm not sure any issue has ever had so many. And there are also a lot of general interesting tidbits on things that they were done differently. So the stamps were printed by the Canadian banknote company in four color process lithography, using the color red, blue, yellow, and black to reproduce the bright colors the children used in the original drawings. And as I mentioned before, the stamps were recreations by Alan Rob Fleming, who took great care in, in making sure that they were represented very well. And he was a fantastic choice, by the way, because he was well-known and a very respected graphic designer. He created the CN logo that we know, among many other logos, and he'd also worked at McLean's Magazine and the University of Toronto Press. Now, besides having these amazing designs, Canada Post needed some creativity with stamp layout as well, especially because this was 12 stamps, which is kind of unheard of at that time. And so here's how they solved it. 
um, the five and the five and six cent stamps were alternated over each sheet with a pane of 100 and they were arranged in what's called a phallatic Latin square pane arrangement, which was done with this release first and never since. However, it was to save the post office from having multiple sheets for each stamp. It also led to there being one block of quadruplets of the same stamp per sheet, which are much rarer to find. However, the 10 and 15 cent stamp sheets carried one design each on a pane of 50. All 12 stamps were released untagged and with Winnipeg tags. The 5 cent stamps had a 4 millimeter vertical bar running down the middle of the stamp, and the other denominations were tagged with 8 millimeter vertical bars down the middle of the perforations. The 5 cent stamps are known to be on ribbed and non-ribbed paper, and the 6 cent stamps are on ribbed paper. 220 million of the five cent stamps were printed and 136 million of the six cent stamp were printed. The two higher denomination stamps were uh, for use on parcels and international mail. So 27 million for the 10 cent stamp were printed and 22 million of the 15 cent stamp. So what were the winners of these stamps and where were they and all that good stuff. So I'm glad you asked. Here are the winners. I, I'll just give them a good shout out because they're such beautiful stamps and you know I think they deserve their time. So. Without further ado, the the five cent stamp winners were Santa Claus, Scott number five one nine, Anthony Martin, who's age five of Marius, Manitoba, Horse Tron Sleigh, Scott uh, Scott number five twenty, which is Donna Niskla, age nine of Macquarie, Saskatchewan. Then we have Nativity, which is Scott number five twenty one, which is Lisa Wilson, who is age eight of Kamloops, British Columbia, Children's Skiing, which was Scott number five twenty two, with Dwayne Durnham. Uh, age 7 of Fort Erie, Ontario. Snowman and Christmas Tree, Scott number 523, which was done by Manon Lecomte, age 9 of La Prairie, Quebec. Then for the six cent stamps, it was Christ Child, uh, Scott number 524, who was Janet McKinney, age 8 of St. John, New Brunswick. Children and Christmas Tree, Scott number 525, that's John Pomerleau, age 8 of St. Paul, Alberta. Then the next stamp was Toy Store, Scott number 526, Nancy Watley, age 10 of Armdale, Nova Scotia. Then Santa Claus, Scott number 527 by Eugene Bachichara, age 7 of St. John's, Newfoundland. And then Stamp Church, Scott number 528, Joseph McMillan, age 12 of Somerville, Prince Edward Island. So if you've been keeping track up to now, you realize there's 10 stamps that I've named and all the provinces were represented. Then come the next two high denomination stamps. So Manitoba actually had two extra winners, which were the designs for the 10 and 15 cent stamp issue. Now, according to some sources, the two choices were meant to represent the Yukon and Northwest Territories, and no children from this area of the country were given a chance to take part of the contest. Now, according to Michael Pierce, who wrote a piece on this in the Corgi Times, and I, I agree with his assessment, is that the time frame and log logistics at the time for this contest would not have worked out for these two parts of Canada. Nonetheless, as he's also noted, and I, I think you'll agree, when you look at these stamps, that they s selected ones that do a good job of reflecting this area of the country by use of a snowmobile and Christ child under what looks like the northern sky devoid of anything but the stars at night. I think they've done a good job of making sure that everyone's kind of been represented here. So the 10 cent stamp was Christ Child and that's Scott number 529 and that's by Corinne Fortier, age 10 of St. Leon, Manitoba. And then the 15 cent stamp was Snowmobile and Trees 
which was Scott number 530, and that's Tannis Dojak, age 10, from Flin Flon, Manitoba. Now, besides the stamps, there was also a thematic collection called Children Look at Christmas, which was released in 1970, and it was a keepsake with all the stamps mounted, with the winner's names and locations included, and it's a fun little postal item with bright colors that can be a great addition to those who want to get a unique item related to these stamps. Overall, I think this is one of the most fun and endlessly fascinating Christmas releases by Canada Post. So much so, I think we should end with a bit of trivia of why. So this issue has a number of firsts, which I just think is amazing when you think about it. So this issue from 1970 was the first Canadian stamps to be, one, designed by children, two, have more than two stamps in an issue, three, the first stamps to bear the image of Santa Claus, four, bear the image of baby Jesus, and five, have a year of the issue clearly in the design of the stamp prominently. As you can see, there are lots of reasons to add this issue to your collection. If nothing else, you can find a lifetime of fun and excitements just searching for varieties. What a great issue to add. So that's it for the 31st episode. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and sharing this show with your friends and fellow collectors. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to stay up to date with everything Stamp Stories, check out our website at stampstories.ca, where you can follow us in your favorite podcast app for free if you don't already. Our website, you can also find our free newsletter where we share interesting discover discoveries between episodes. And if you're more into social media, you can follow us on any of our accounts on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. It's Stamp Stories, C-A, all one word. And that way you can choose the best way to stay up to date with us. Finally, thanks for listening. I hope you'll join us again for our next episode. Happy collecting.